Long ago, in a world not unlike our own, a sacred text was forged by combining the pieces of several much better fantasy series into a single tome. The result was a book so powerful, so terrible, so confidence-shatteringly embarrassing that it was immediately buried in a desk drawer and left to rot. And there it stayed, gathering dust and fading into the dark annals of history. That is, until now. Rupture is a 252-page odyssey through the mind of an 11-year-old idiot. Now, 12 years after it was written, that same boy is cracking open the book once more and discovering what it is to feel shame. After this, he'll wish he'd left his past behind and that which he killed would stay buried. Stay Buried, Chapter 28, The Gateway to Cole. Action. Uh, yeah, I'm going to give a big old clap. No. <laughs> that was so good. I know, but it's going to be slightly different, just enough to make it difficult to match on. Should we turn our mics in? Oh, I thought we were all supposed to clap. No. no, no, no. <laughs> Never mind. I like that idea better. That's not yeah, how it works. I think we should all clap just on like, three, like yeah. uh, a unity thing. Just like, hey, guys, we're in the podcast. Let's do this. Clap on three. One, two, three. Yeah. Podcast. Was, unity. Was... <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, welcome back. This is. This is our 30th episode. Wow, the um, big 3-0, officially over the hill of podcast episodes. <laughs> well, we've been over the hill for like, what, 15 episodes now? Really? No, not quite. Yeah, we're finally in triple digits. Um, can you, this is, is going to go off, this is going to get cut. Can you close my blinds? Because I'm... See, you're actually not going to cut that, though. No, I... You never do. I cut a lot, actually. Shut. Yeah, yeah. There we go. Ooh, you do, good radio. You do cut a yeah. lot. But specifically, you don't cut the moments when you say we're gonna cut this. That is true. It's just podcast <laughs> etiquette. <That's, laughs> we want the listeners to know. Um. All right. So the last thing that happened was um the war in Afghanistan. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Another terrible, tragic Bush event. Crawled across the ocean, <laughs> and we wound up in the Sahara. Uh, uh, we found out, well, Cockrell got his hand blown off by a grenade. For, for some reason, he was there in the Sahara. Yeah, pretty uh, pretty quick run from New York to the Sahara. I mean, I guess he could just, like, transform into a jet plane, maybe, so. <laughs> That's true. I think there's only a handful of, of, like, Earth chapters left. I think there's only one more, like, Earth chapter before the finale, which is. Are they not all Earth chapters, like, with the finale, I'd imagine? Doesn't that where things conclude? Uh, I won't spoil anything because this is a joe chapter right this is a joe chapter coming up i think it's a sarah chapter that's all right that's girl boss um (laughs) she owns the golems now do you guys feel like sarah has kind of superseded joe as the main protagonist at this point she is a better character (laughs) i mean ever since he died and come back and came back he has kind of taken a back seat he hasn't been the same yeah Yeah. well there's only been like what one chapter since he's that's true. Died and like, come back. Well, when's Two. he had like a good throat punch since yeah. he's been back? Yeah. I mean, Sarah did the. I uh, know. Yeah, Sarah, Sarah won the dance off. Got the <laughs> gnomes. 
or the golems. golems. Yeah. But Joe cheered her on to be able to do that. <laughs> yeah. Joe, Joe, Joe forced her. She coached her. Yeah. I thought he was really critical of her. Actually, he, he coached her. Started. That's what I he. Ballet? Yeah. You freaking kidding yeah, me? Yeah. If she if she had strolled up to that to that sphinx and started you know just doing pirouettes and stuff, she would have gotten slapped out of that <laughs> dance competition. You know, you can't you can't fight a professional. With ballet. <laughs> That's true. You got to break out break dancing. You know, it's the only way. All right. So we are barreling towards the finale. We've got a Sarah chapter here. Uh, we're just officially reclaiming it. Um, <laughs> uh, and uh, I just, it's a long one. So let's, uh, let's just dive right in. This is chapter 28. Well, we the... need to introduce ourselves. Oh, dang right? it. No. I mean, this I'm going to cut a, this at the very beginning. You're going to cut this at the very beginning this now? This is going to go at the very beginning. No, people have to know that this welcome, is wrong. Welcome they know back. who we are. Welcome, welcome back. You stay buried. <laughs> My name is Newton Holt, and this is a podcast where we uh, are, are finishing uh, the reading of a book that I wrote many, many years ago as a dumb, dumb, goopy, goblin-brained child. But not finishing, finishing. No, no, no. We're finishing reading. Oh, no, not this episode. Yeah, we got but, a lot of episodes to go. Not many. A lot of episodes. Mm. I'm Newt. More than four. Oh, I'm Nick. I'm Kevin. I'm Eli, and I'm out of practice. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I'm Zach. I'm not going to cut Newt any slack. This better end good. Was it the was it the rhyme? The yeah, cool. that was the bit. <laughs> All right. yep. We'll splice in some laugh track there. <laughs> <laughs> Chapter twenty-eight: The Gateway to Coal. Come, golems, Sarah beckoned with her hand. The sand people waddled after their new master. Why can't they obey me? Joe asked, already working a trick in his mind. Sarah sighed. Golems, obey Joe as well. Joe smiled. Golems, don't obey Sarah. <laughs> oh, boy. He's back. <laughs> it's a Joe chapter. <laughs> Get these women out of here. <laughs> Sarah so kindly gave him what he wanted, and then he was just, <laughs> just like, sucker, I don't want that's you to mine. have it. Oh, man. <laughs> if, this, if this actually works, and Sarah just isn't the boss of the gallows anymore. Sarah punched her friend's shoulder. The golems formed a line behind Joe oh, now. No. <laughs> okay, Joe, hand them over. Sarah said, curling her hand into a beckon, as if he could literally hand them over. Joe sighed. Okay, golems. The golems stiffened as if statues. Listen to Sarah. The golems nodded and prodded over to Sarah. They waddled some more. <laughs> Joe had the urge to do the scheme again, but knew it wouldn't work. He started to run ahead, leaving Sarah behind. like the most pointless page <laughs> you've ever read in this book. No, that's characterization. That's character. you know? Joe, and, Joe and Sarah kind of bantering, and then Joe just sprints off in a direction. They're playing with the lives of these creatures <laughs> that have willingly given their uh, their dedication to them, and they're just tossing them back and forth. Oh, How many times has Joe just run away from a conversation? It's nearly every one, right? Like, especially with Watcher, like half the times, if he was just done with the combo, he would sprint into the horizon and Watcher would be left with an unanswered question. But that was a given. What do golems look like again? Like, why do they Jawas. waddle? Okay. Jawas. I thought they were little sand creatures, like, like literal, like. I think so. I think they're wearing like a hood, like a Jawa, though. Okay. But yeah. they're also sand golems underneath the hood. 
I think they're made out of sand, but they do have some sort of like. It says that they've got like black wrinkled skin. Kind oh, okay. Of. I was kind of mm. thinking there's like some sort of golem in like Banjo Kazooie. I think you fight in the desert. I level. hadn't played that, so okay. there's no way I ripped from that one. <laughs> this is what that. I was thinking. Mm. Yeah, so I think there. I picture Jawas here, um, little okay. just t- tiny people following, waddling around. All right. Joe, wait up! She shouted, but he didn't hear. She hooted. That's not what it says. <laughs> Sorry. Joe, wait up! <laughs> she hooted, but he didn't hear. She hooted. Whoa, said Joe, dropping his jaw open. The swamp wasn't how he pictured it. It wasn't a swamp at all. In fact, it was a bustling city made of gold. Odd creatures ran amok from door to door, knocking and dashing in a different direction. In fact, the entire town was playing ding-dong ditch. The creatures were tall, pale, and had giant buggy eyes. They had on their left side a giant golden wing, while on their right side they bore giant bat wings. Their entire left side was angelic, with golden robes and bronze eyes, while the right side was demonic, with red and black robes and split pupils. You gotta say, I mean, you make some interesting places, dude. <laughs> a golden city where these half angels, half demons are playing ding dong ditch. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like you didn't rip that from anything. It's impossible. That was that's 100% original. This is original. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like your childlike brain is really coming out here too. Yeah. Between like the the sibling banter at the start here and now this, just ding dong ditch even yeah. existing in this book. I know. It's not something I've thought about in a while. <laughs> the entire city is playing it. Did like we, the chaos. Yeah. Did we know they were headed toward to a swamp? No. Okay. <laughs> That's why the the swamp threw me off. But then it isn't a swamp. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, hey, let's go to the desert. Oh, this is a desert. It's the ocean. You know. It's just like, um, you didn't have to say in the first place it was <laughs> yeah. a swamp. Yeah, you never established it, so it's not a. It's not a really. Uh... When they went through like the original bosses, did they talk about? No. no. The last Draco is all they mentioned. They wow. didn't mention like the biomes or anything. So, yeah, this is just a quickly establishing where. a swamp that is no longer a swamp. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe someone they talked to somewhere along the way told them, yeah, you know, go to the Maybe, swamp for the, the last Draco. They don't have Watcher now, so I'm sure they're asking for directions a lot. <laughs> um, <sighs> also, I think I've, I've written the phrase odd creatures like 400 times in this book. Mm-hmm. There's the it's odd there. creatures that shamble around in the fire like realm that we never explain. Yeah. There's the forgotten, which are described as odd creatures. It's just a catch all for, for Gale. It's an odd place. It kind of <laughs> lets your mind fill in the blanks sometimes, you know? It's yeah. like, this isn't just a normal, this is odd. And then whatever the reader interprets as odd is what they see. All right. This time is very specific, though. That's true. <laughs> what are those things? Asked Joe to himself. One of the creatures spotted him and swooped upward. Joe screamed, but he needn't had. The creature landed on a tree branch and looked at him with a smile on its left side and a scowl on its right. We, we are, are the Janus, Janus, it said in creepy unison with its other side. What are those things? Asked Joe to himself. <laughs> One of the creatures spotted him and swooped upwards. It is happening again. <laughs> I know we just interrupted, but it was really funny. One of those things Joe asked to uh, ask Joe to himself. That is something he would one hundred percent ask Watcher. I know, that yeah. Watcher isn't here. He just asks himself these questions. 
Sarah can't possibly know any more information than I do, so I'm going to ask myself instead. One of the creatures spotted him and swooped upwards. Joe screamed, but he needn't had. <laughs> the creature landed on a tree branch and looked at him with a smile on its left side and a scowl on its right. We are the Janus, it said in a creepy unison with its other side. One was a quick bark while the other was gentle and sweet. That makes sense, Joe thought, quickly thinking of the Roman guy. Well, I'm glad Joe could pull that one out. Wait, yeah, why does it make sense? He didn't know what a pyramid was. Oh, so so in, in <laughs> I don't know. Roman mythology, there's this guy named Janus has two faces. Where the Did hell Joe, does Joe know that and yeah, I don't? Joe just... <laughs> I know, it's like Joe didn't know what a pyramid was in the <laughs> Egyptian chapter, or the, you know, the desert chapter. He, he skipped that element of a... Of third grade history. He's always suspended, but he was in class I, for the Greek mythology unit. Or I think it's pretty, Roman. it's well established. He's read Percy Jackson. That It exists in this world. <laughs> he has read And he enjoys sure. it. That makes sense, Joe thought, quickly thinking of the Roman god. Uh, this may be an odd question, but can I trust you? The kind side oddly said, no. While the other said, yes. Joe stepped back. Why don't you go back to your golden city? The good side frowned. The other smiled. It, it has, has a, a name, name traveler. traveler. We, we call, call it El Dorado. That makes sense, Joe thought again. Joe! Joe turned around, seeing Sarah dash at him. Her barely had time to move before she wrapped him in a bear hug. The Janus smiled and frowned. Oh, oh are, are you lovebirds? lovebirds? Joe quickly ripped apart from Sarah. Um, uh, no. Sarah backed away as well with a hurt expression. Sarah backed away as well with a hurt <laughs> oh, expression. Boy. We're shoehorning this in. We've only got three chapters left. we got to make it count. <laughs> There's a lot of character development that has to happen in the next 20 pages. The Janus laughed and took off. It stopped in midair and beckoned. Come, said its left half. Don't come, barked the other. <laughs> you be quiet. No, you first. Shut up! You. The Janus growled and argued with itself. It flapped its wings and glared at itself, making it go cross-eyed. <laughs> That's a really pathetic image. You cannot trust him, snapped the right half. Yes, you can. You cannot trust him, said the other. This, I hate this. <laughs> you can really see like, how you've matured as a writer at this point here. <laughs> 200 pages in. <laughs> this release could have just been established in like a couple sentences. It already was. But now it's going for pages. <laughs> Do not be deceived by its looks. It may look like an angel, but it is really how I look, the right half said. He lies. You truly can trust me. No, he lies. The Janus started to punch itself. <laughs> Joe guessed this is what happened every day. This just seems like something you should walk away from. <laughs> Fucking whatever, man. I gotta go do stuff. Yeah, they don't even seem to want anything. No, they're just Th there. This whole argument is from a question Joe himself asked. He said, can I trust you? And then they just ate themselves up. Like they, <laughs> Maybe that was, was his plan. Yeah. Oh, wow. So. He he saw the swooping creature, which obviously read red alert for Joe. <laughs> he went to his best defense, which is his logic, and he logic <laughs> the Janus to kill itself. <laughs> Are all the creatures in El Dorado a Janus? It seems like it. 
So this town is just full of of, of things ding dong ditching and, and then punching <laughs> themselves and just, just pure <laughs> chaos. <laughs> Do you guys think the ding dong ditching is gonna come back, or is that just a random <laughs> detail that was thrown into the description? Oh, it's gonna be important for the boss fight. Okay, no, no just, one's ever ding dong ditched the boss. They, they just keep showing up to a house. It's actually not ding dong ditch. Just one of the sides, like this is our address, and they go. Finally, time to. You know, kick my shoes off, and then they reveal it's not, and they're just they're constantly like confusing each other about is, what their house is. They're this like, is my right. house. No, this is my. No, this is not my house. My house is down the block. Why do we have two separate houses? I don't know. And they just keep ding dong ditching back and forth. Makes sense. <laughs> Joe guessed this is what happened every day. Suddenly, he dashed off in a different direction. He ran down the hill and towards the village, his boots sinking into the mud underneath. Janice's heads turned as he walked by. A human, some whispered. No, no, that is definitely a cat. That's what they look like, right? No, it's a sheep, duh, argued another. <laughs> the joke here being that these are all mythological creatures to... The Gaelites. Right. That's it's clever. It, I'll take it. <laughs> Remember that? <laughs> Deadpan. That's clever. <laughs> Joe ran forward, ignoring all the whispers about what species he was. Some argued he was a chimp. Other argued he was he was a fly. Then something caught his eye. It passed in the corner of his vision. On a stone altar, a golden orb sat on a red cushion. He walked towards it. Suddenly, many Janices flew forward, each grabbing Joe by the arms, dragging him away from the golden orb. In fact, it was no orb. It was more like an egg shape. It was... (laughs) (laughs) You used that exact sentence structure like 80 times in this book. But it was not this. This is what it is. Actually, it's not. It is this. It had an egg shape. It was an egg. <laughs> so there's an egg just sitting on a, f- a throne. What a great way to move the plot forward. <laughs> right? you, you realized you were messing around with the Janus stuff too much. So you just had Joe take off and then run into the objective. Yeah. <laughs> Where are Truly the golems? I, following Sarah, I imagine, but okay. she's trailing behind. Right. Joe just... I'm going to run away from the small army we have. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the smartest thing he can do. With no clear objective No, other than mind. just to evacuate the current conversation. <laughs> Don't blame him, honestly. <laughs> no, not really. Do you guys think this egg is the last Draco, maybe? Um, it's probably. That'd be pretty good. In convenient. an egg? <laughs> it's the last one. I don't know. I'm just throwing hey, something. We out fought there. a baby octopus. That's true. Uh, That's nothing, true. Nothing's out of bounds <laughs> here. Of, uh, putting babies sc- in the line of fire. We gotta scramble this egg, Sarah. <laughs> we can't. It's not even born yet. <laughs> <laughs> All life matters. Death of an innocent. Murdered squid. What a piece of shit. <laughs> Just in general to all of them. The egg? <laughs> no, not the oh, egg. Oh, I don't know oh, anything oh, about oh, the oh, egg. That egg is a real piece I, of work. I hate that egg. <laughs> Egg's the worst. He walked toward it. Suddenly, many Janices ran, flew forward, each grabbing Joe by the arms, dragging him away from the golden orb. In fact, it was no orb. It was more like an egg shape. It was an egg. He's going toward the last elemental egg! Get him! ordered one. 
Suddenly there was a roar from above. A shadow shaped like a humanoid dragon zipped across the shady ground. Before Joe could react, the horde of Janices flew back to their golden houses and sped indoors. Yum, yum, I smell Janice, called a whimsical, scratchy voice. Joe realized Sarah was standing next to him. Don't grab it, Joe. It could be dangerous. Joe smiled, reaching out a hand and snatching the egg. (laughs) (laughs) Joe smiled, reaching out a hand and snatching the egg. He stuffed it into the backpack he kept the shards of seal there. They Joe's- really do have a sibling relationship, you know? <laughs> it, is, it is not a boyfriend. They just grabbed it to spider. Yeah. <laughs> There's no It's it's not helping the relationship at all. No. It'd be any more believable that Joe just doesn't give a shit about what Sarah says at any moment. I just love he walks into the city, there's a golden egg, and he just says I'm gonna take it. <laughs> I'm I'm taking that egg. It it really is a brother sister like dynamic. Like we're like, oh, you guys dating? Gross. She's my sister. That's disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> Don't. I wouldn't touch that egg. <laughs> Touches the egg. I just like the phrase it. "snatches the egg." Yeah. That's a I <laughs> snatch. snatch. But she's still like I think more into him than ever. Yeah, yeah. I think she kind of likes it. He's a rebel, man. Yeah. <laughs> don't take, don't take that egg. Snatches egg. Oh. <laughs> I mean, as we said from the beginning, Joe is cool. Stealing is cool, right? Yeah, stealing is cool. you're right. Stealing is cool. That's true. He went to detention five times a day. <laughs> that was yeah. the math worked yeah, out. Yeah, that's too. how the math worked out. You think Michael Tennant still in the hospital? <laughs> <laughs> Time is moving differently out there. Or it's supposed to. I don't think it actually is. So hard to tell. Hard to tell. <laughs> They're going to get back to Earth, and it's going to be like the 1800s. <laughs> Loop back around. They're on the Titanic. Oh, no. Oh, that's the dramatic irony. They don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> well, I guess they know the Titanic sank, but they wouldn't know it was because of Gale. We don't know. Joe Joe's out of school for a lot of that's days. That's true. So he but missed. he does know what a Janus is. <laughs> don't grab it, Joe. It could be dangerous. Joe smiled, smiled, reaching out a hand and grab and snatching the egg. He stuffed it into the backpack. He kept the shards of steel. Another roar. The shadow zipping across the courtyard grew bigger as the creature neared. Joe, we should get out of here. There was a panting behind them. They whipped their heads around to see the golems running zealously towards them. The gas for air. <laughs> These poor golems. Um... Masters, we have bad news. One began to say. Suddenly, there was a flash of claws and the golem was gone. Sand poured from the sky. Without a doubt, the creature was dead. Nice. This isn't a Janice, but it sure is delicious, shouted the voice. The golem started to tremble. Masters, help us. (laughs) The golems were dead. The golems began to cry sandy tears. More went up as the creature devoured them. It's like the wow. saddest page we've ever read. Yeah. Uh, was, it, was it Kevin that said they would be killed off? In the I, think we, I think we yeah. all pretty much agreed on that. Yeah, they're that not going to be useful out. later. I thought they were like indestructible, though. 
Apparently they can be eaten not and they have eaten. a flavor that isn't sand. Without a doubt, the creature is dead, dead, Nick. <laughs> and they breathe, they Sandy. cry. <laughs> Sandy tears. What a, what a brutal, like, I thought it would mostly just be like a, a quick kill, but the, yeah. it sounds like they're each going to get individually snatched up while crying. Like movie. The masters that, help us. They're definitely tears. going for like a horror movie thing, right? Because yeah. we haven't seen the monster yet. Yeah. We all know what the monster is, but we haven't seen it yet. And it's really, I just, yeah, the masters help us is so sad <laughs> and pathetic. And because you know Joe and Sarah do not care about these right. golems no, they, in any way. They don't they say, like, do. golems hide or anything. They yeah. just, they're just it's standing like, there. They both, like, sprint ahead, and the slow-moving golems are just, like, quickly <laughs> hobbling as fast as they can. little legs. <laughs> and they just get picked off one by one. While Joe loots the city, us. yeah. It's... <laughs> This is a quintessential rupture chapter so far. This is a this is a this is what our listeners love. <laughs> Unnecessary death at the hands of Joe. <laughs> Joe ass the shenanigans. Odd creatures. Odd creatures. Odd creatures. <laughs> the golems started to tremble. Masters, help us! The golems began to cry sandy tears. More went up as the creature devoured them. Joe felt weightlessness. He realized his feet were not touching the ground. Was the creature grabbing him too? Was it looking for a new snack? There were two golems left. He realized the creature was in the shadows, not even looking in his direction. The lid of his backpack ripped and the sealther shards spilled out. They were no longer brown. They were glowing red. They floated. Joe, what's happening? Joe couldn't speak. In the shadows, a faint glow emitted as well. Sarah, what's the guardian for the swamp? Joe called. There was a snort from the shadows, and a monster zipped from the tree, heading towards Joe with its horns held in front of it. The last Draco, why? Joe felt the horns lodge on either side of his hips. He was just small enough to squeeze between the monster's horns. Because I found it! (laughs) (laughs) Maybe he's like a pained because I found it, as he's getting... Because I found it! Joe replied. That works. How did the lid of his backpack rip... I think the pieces of steel there were like floating up and out of it. And they, yeah. just, they just burst out. And he's out. just got a shitty backpack. <laughs> <laughs> Why are the pieces of steel there? I know. Because all, all 10 of them are in the same place. But Genghis. no, there's still, there's only nine. They have Plus eight Genghis pieces. is also there. Oh. Uh, either way, I feel like they could have established this earlier that they just magnetically, you know, like clink into each other. Sure. I mean, he doesn't seem that concerned that they've just floated away. <laughs> the maybe, thing that they spent the entire book. Maybe you forgot there was a tenth. <laughs> yeah. I still, I still find it funny that you felt the need to establish this as a swamp, even though it has zero <laughs> swamp features. <Yeah. laughs> like, you could have just called it a city; it would have been just as fine. But, but the reveal—it's <laughs> all about the reveal. It's El Dorado. Um. Because I found it, Joe replied. (laughs) (laughs) That's my Josh from Drake and Josh. uh, That's good. Very accurate. The monster was humanoid with red scaly skin. It resembled an ing, which Joe has never seen. Oh, no, he has. He has. He saw one uh, with Farmer Bloom. Minus the fact it stood on its hind legs, had bat wings, and wore baggy brown clothing. (laughs) It had curled horns emerging from its temples and had a golden nose ring on its snout. I'm digging it. The, t- <laughs> the Draco stuck out its tongue, which extended and curled around Joe. He tried to move, but the su- saliva acted like glue. 
I smell something delicious, but it isn't you. It is an elemental. I thought they were extinct. I bet this is the last egg. Joe drew his sword and drove it into the creature's skull. It continued to flap regardless. It snorted in an excuse for a laugh, then dropped Joe to the ground. Joe was petrified and remained motionless on the ground, though very much alive. The Draco drew the sword from its head, laughed, and threw it down again. It spun and landed an inch from Joe's neck, the blade quivering in the soil. Joe realized the golden egg was in its hand. He stood, grabbing the sword. With all his might, he spun, dragging the sword on the ground, then raising it as if he was in the Olympics. Then he let go, just as the blade was flying above his head. He whipped it toward the Draco's hand. It missed, hitting a tree branch above. Darn, Joe said, shaking his head. Yet the stunt was not all loss. Ha! You couldn't hit a building if it was two feet in from you! You ca- The branch the sword had dug into shook and started to collapse. He fell toward the Draco's left wing. The objects collided. He fell towards the Draco's left wing. The objects collided. Was he referring to the, the branch? branch? I think so. <laughs> the, the male branch that fell from the tree. <laughs> Unless Joe is in the tree? No, he's in the ground. No, nope, he's just throwing a sword. Or maybe he's falling towards, so he's like jumping and like diving to the ground. I, the sword... I think the branch is just is he, male. Yeah. Is he him? Wasn't Joe just covered in glue saliva and was petrified? He broke out of it. Oh. He stood. He st- <laughs> yeah, see? He's fine. <laughs> there he goes. He's fine. <laughs> he threw the sword with so much force that it cleaved through a branch, basically. But let's not mm-hmm. uh, forget the fact that he literally scolded this dude, stabbed him right in the head, and had oh, no yeah. effect. <laughs> I have very low hopes this branch, branch is going to do it right. <laughs> it's a big, burly, manly branch, yeah. though. Maybe the wings are like paper thin, you know. So, like, you know, stabbing oh, the head uh, isn't going to do much. But maybe like, his you know, brains are like in his wings or something. Oh. He can maybe transfer his consciousness to somewhere oh, else in his there body. Fascinating creature, the last Draco. Well, and wasn't this? egg just sitting on a, a throne. <laughs> Draco could have grabbed at any point, right? Yeah, this guy is the, he's apex, the guardian. He's the apex predator of his territory. He's like, oh yeah, that egg on the pedestal? His, his like, territory being a golden city filled with weird demon angel things. Little pranksters, yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. He can just, only smell it when it's in Joe's bag. <laughs> oh, the life you live just ding-dong ditching constantly and living in fear of a Draco showing up to eat you. <laughs> Not being able to do anything about it because you're just busy playing Ding Dong Ditch. It's a pretty terrifying existence. New Squid Game uh, season. (laughs) Here's a question. Is there any place in Gale that's hospitable? I mean, the fireplace seemed pretty nice before they burned it down. (laughs) (laughs) It's just like Uh, a Persian kind of castle. Sure. Same as the ice hotel. Before that melted. Oh, that's right. That's right. As it does every year. But, it does every year, but it's been there for 300 years or something, right? I love, I think the, the fireplace is the most hospitable. I think it is. Which is just hilarious. Uh, like, I don't know. Quintus's home was kind of. 
Raul, hospitable. like, lived in, like, a big desert city, right? Yeah, that was, like, the only chance we got introduced was when it was burning down. Right. I, bet it was I nice guess it was before fine that. before that. I guess there's an asterisk on any safe and place, which time. is safe until Genghis decides to kill you. Like, <laughs> or Joe decides to burn down the palace. Yeah, there's yeah. just been a trail of destruction. A, yeah, like, that was safe a, until it's brought up in the book. Oh, it's up, Elijah? <laughs> yes. That wasn't Joe that burnt down the castle. Jagger did Jagger, it. Yeah. Jagger, yeah. But, yeah, Jagger before Joe. just, like, turn into like a fire breathing monster right and yeah them and to what, evacuate and what was so funny was the the fire lord was already out like he was just not in the palace that day and they <laughs> said fire to it anyway and he's like what are you doing <laughs> it's like spray painting the wrong car Man. oh my gosh not brought up since <laughs> no. no repercussions He's it all for all intents and purposes the fire lord seemed to be a good guy so true and they just killed him oh man yeah, so uh and definitely wherever wherever Mr. Lich is living, that's not a good place to be either. No. Um <laughs> that might be one of the safest places though, I feel like. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like Mr. Lich could very easily kill someone in their sleep. He's unpredictable. He's one of those people you see in the nudes that are news that <laughs> <laughs> don't edit that. Fan artists get at it. Come on. Yeah. He's all those Mr. Lich nudes. <laughs> He's one of those people that you see in the news that's eating somebody's face after high on bath salts. <laughs> Spends all his rent souls on weed. <laughs> so. They are fighting the uh, last Draco. The branch, he him branch falls on him. Ah! It screamed in pain. Its wing draped down and fell to the ground in front of Sarah and the remaining golems. The egg fell towards the ground. Joe lunged forward and clasped the orb in his hands. He shoved it into his backpack and started after the Draco. He had just fallen to the ground. The Sealther clattered to the ground as well. The Draco laughed and snatched the... Sh- uh, snatched to the shards in its left fists. It instantly took flight to the north, gliding over a gate. No! shouted Joe in frustration. Now there's no way of getting home, Sarah sobbed. The golems started to chatter quickly to each other. A second later, they stood. We have a plan. And there's just like two golems left. <laughs> My last two brain cells trying to get me home. <laughs> Dude, how, how much do you want to bet that whatever's in that egg is like, like helps them get the shards of seal their back? I know. I, I just oh, can make a trade, right? It's not like they need the egg. That's true. I just I do think it's really frustrating that both the sealther and the egg fell to the ground, and and Joe is like shiny, <laughs> like, and he just went for the egg. So there was there was no reason for the sealer to start reacting. It just happened to glow red and then yep. dropped. Yeah. Well, this is the now. last Draco, so it obviously has the sealer, but it's never established that it does that. So maybe it's just like it's starting to come back to life because it has so many of its pieces together. Okay, I can think. I can. That's do that's the that. can. I can I mean, get behind that logical explanation. Almost. I mean, usually when they collect a piece, we don't hear anything else. It's just in the backpack. Like they don't right. usually spill out or anything. So they could have just been reacting to every guardian, and we just never saw them. True. It's just slightly deteriorated Joe's backpack each time until finally <laughs> it fell apart. It's good enough that it's throwing the egg back in. I can't. What? What? possibly could the golems come up with the plan these are just little sand creatures that live their entire life in the desert right <laughs> they have no world knowledge or anything i still can't shake the image of them crying it's the saddest <laughs> thing we've read in this book so the tears are just made of sand right they're not even like yeah. wet it's just sand like little tears. like drops of sand dripping down your face 
Oh, <laughs> these these two better live to the end of the book. <laughs> they they I wouldn't count on it. <laughs> I, I hope they get names. What? What a selfless creatures. They like Joe and Sarah washed as all of their brother and were snatched up by this creature, and then they're still trying to help him out. They don't yeah. have a choice. They're just <laughs> they're they're slaves. Yeah. <laughs> there it is. Magic slaves, different than real world. Yeah, 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 way different, way different. They're kobolds. <laughs> One golem pounded his hands against the gate to the nesting grounds of the Draco. The other started to whack the lock with a tree. Yes, tree. The golem's ingenious plan was to increase their size with sand, making them stronger and bigger. Ergo! <laughs> wow, really, really a great couple sentences. Oh, sentences no, but the, the next two words are even better. <laughs> Nothing happened. <laughs> I, for the listeners they at home. They made themselves bigger at any point. I know. For well, the listeners at okay. home. Ergo is spelled A I R space G O as an ergo whoosh. I'm so glad I questioned the golem's plan earlier and then it's just whacking something with a That's a joke plan right there. We that have is. a plan. <laughs> and so and also I like to kind of think that they they form themselves like to be bigger sand golems with the essentially carapaces of their fallen <laughs> oh, yeah. brother. Yeah, they need more sand to do it, so they just use the sand. And they had they to use like friends. they had to use like some water and like mold themselves, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> they, uh, they give themselves a little six pack, like uh, <laughs> forming it in the sand. <laughs> Nothing happened. Joe sighed. <laughs> it will never work. This gate looks magic. He was sitting on a fallen tree at the time, next to Sarah. She shied away slightly. Wait, does that then mean how do we break the spell? The tree wielder asked. Did he sit down next to her and she like scooted away? Yeah. Is that what that? Oh shoot! Yeah. She shied away. So... Maybe uh, she's finally had enough of his shit. No, maybe I think <laughs> yeah. she shied away slightly. It was more like I I can't sit next He's to Joe. Wait, there's, <laughs> there's a there's a great reveal. Yeah, I accidentally read ahead a little bit. There's a great reveal. Okay, hold on, all right, I'll keep going. Um. We can't. It's impossible. Wait. Joe pointed at the edges of the gate, which were covered in rust. <laughs> Joe rummaged in his pack and picked a cow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> did Joe become so smart? He picked out a can of cola. That's going to take a while. It's in which a... he had stored for future references. <laughs> that doesn't mean anything. He was, just, he was at the sleepover at Will's house, and there was like a Coke on the counter, and he's like, you know what? I'm going to need this later. <laughs> <You> never know. <laughs> he stored it for future references. <laughs> Wait a second. How many calories is a Coke again? Right, right. <laughs> 180. <laughs> he pulls a can of cola out. Uh, in which he had stored for future references. He popped the lid and dumped the concoction onto a large imprint buried under the rust. The brown lumps bubbled and washed away. Where it had once been, there was a crest. I didn't know you could use Coca-Cola that way. I yeah, think clean I... rust off of anything? Yeah. I mean, not immediately, but it is a good like anti-rust thing. I must have learned it on Discovery Channel that yeah, day like those, on Mythbusters. Yeah. Oh, there was, I think there was like a whole cool. You're right, there was yeah, a Mythbusters they, Coke episode. They, un, they like unclogged a toilet with it and stuff. So this like, is a thing. I yeah, didn't know this. Yeah. I don't think it works that's, instantly. That's but. Uh, two for two. Joe's smarter than me. 
<laughs> Joe's got street smarts. Uh, when we started this podcast, you didn't think he'd be saying that. No, Thirty episodes later, Will may be book smart. I wasn't even in the principal's office all the time. <laughs> Will may be book smart, but it'll never compare to my knowledge of the streets, which is Coke and Janice. Coke and Janice. It like so delicious. many different things. I know. That sounds like a really great drink. Oh man, can I get a Coke and Janice? <laughs> Next bar I'm going to, I'm going to ask for a Coke and Janice and just see what they give me. If you, I, I always stood by this. Like, if you ask enough people to come in and ask the same bartender for just a drink that you made up, and they like each one explains how to make it, like it'll just become a drink at that bar nice. eventually. I like, like it. The bartenders will just know what a, a Coke what a and Col- Janice. What a Coke and Janice is. <laughs> that just. What's a, what would a Coke and Janice be? Coke and gin? It's a, it's a, it's a Coke, gin. and then they slap you and then kiss you right as they give it to you. It, it's a it's a Coke with like a little bit of sand in it. <laughs> How do we break the spell? The tree wielder asked. We can't. It's impossible. Wait! Joe pointed at the edges of the gate, which were covered in rust. Joe rummaged in his pack and picked out a can of cola in which he had stored for future references. He popped the lid and dumped the concoction onto the large imprint buried under the rust. The brown lumps bubbled and washed away. Where it had once been, there was a crest. Four creatures stood in an archway, each bearing a crown and looking in their most deadly position. Their eyes were rubies, which shone bluntly. One was a frog wearing a red cape. Another was a bear standing on its hind legs and posing with its paws. The next was a snake coiled and extending its neck, showing off its fangs. The last was a falcon, cawing and glaring at an unseen foe. Joe rubbed it. Some of the soda trickled under it, revealing an inscription. Joe read it to himself quietly. Thou who find this crest to coal. <laughs> find. <laughs> F-I-N-E-D. <laughs> Those, thou who find this crest to coal, this sacred country will encounter a trial. It is thy trial that comes from thy heart. It shall show the weak and the vile. The vile? That- <laughs> Oh, there's typos oh, in the middle. Yeah. Or a riddle. Yeah, yeah. that's not typos. He just doesn't know how to spell the word. The crest could have used a few more uh, drafts. <laughs> Thou must find the four sacred beings, each unique in its own way. The coil, the growler, the flyer, the hopper in the golden ray. It was beautiful. Coil? Growler? <laughs> flyer? Hopper? Joe exclaimed. I'm guessing the coil's the snake, the growler, the bear, the flyer's the falcon, and the hopper is the frog, wow. Sarah corrected. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Get up, guys. The golem shifted. What? Joe snapped. We know how to find the creatures. <laughs> Joe slumped down no. onto the tree stump. Shoot. <laughs> they must be shadow beasts now. One of a kind. You will be making an entire species extinct. Anyways, the only way to destroy one of those creatures, the shadow beasts, you have to say their name. This was established before, right? Oh, yes. it was Dallas, right? Mm-hmm. Right, right, Dallas, Dallas. <laughs> became Texan. Yeah. Well, we know Jared Joe has no problem with, that, with genocide, yeah. so. so. So the shadow beasts, they are all unique. There is only one of each kind. Like the yeah, black dog's the sure. only black dog. Um, and you have to speak their names to, to kill them. 
Okay. Consistency two chapters later. <laughs> That's like nice. It. You'd love to see it. If you like it. This day was just getting better and better. Great, Joe huffed, slouching. There was a caw overhead. Joe looked up and saw a pair of glowing red eyes staring down at him from a tree. The shadows only covered its face. It had the body of a bird. It shifted, showing its face. It had the head of a greatly distorted woman. (laughs) A harpy, shouted Joe, rising to his feet. The harpy swooped down, shouting in a mixture of cawing and words. (laughs) Why have you come to this place? Hold on, SpongeBob. I think I can speak its language. Chapter is just throwing everything at the wall right now. This the thing is this this calling thing it kind of works in a book form in an audio form. It's, <laughs> it's too much. It's too much. Yeah, because in a book form you could just skip over the cause. Right. You go, I get the gist. Like, like oh, no, the way it's written, it really wants you to read the cause. That's true. There's lots of. Uh, it looks like I hit Ellipses. tab. Yeah. Can you imagine a conversation more infuriating to overhear than two harpies just uh, going at it? Oh, God! Uh, alternating off beats. God, dang, God! <laughs> a word danced on the edge of Joe's tongue. He knew somehow this was the name of the creature. It was a creepy feeling. I don't know, Lucinda. Why don't you ask the falcon? There was a short scream, a puff of smoke, and the harpy was gone, leaving nothing but a bird in its place. Was that just was that just Joe being a main character, or was there a reason for that? Yeah, how did he know? <laughs> There's a little meta knowledge I have that okay. something's going on with Joe. Oh. It, the consistency, though, it turned into a little bird because the uh, the yeah. wizard just turned regular creatures into into the beast. Good on you. Remembering two chapters ago. My biggest question: Why does the frog have a red cape? Is that going to be explained? <laughs> Maybe it has to do with his original form. I've been thinking about. I've just been thinking about it since I read that. <laughs> oh, was so so okay. So these are the the animal. So the harpy was the falcon, right? Oh. Duh. Oh, okay. Just, so the four creatures that of the crest are shadow beasts now. Right. And you have to go and uh, find their true name. And if you don't happen to just magically know their name is Lucinda, the bird, then you're out of luck. Yeah, you're done, though. Okay. It's actually funny. This is I, I've been writing a fantasy series lately. It's not like the most unique concept ever. Huh. But, I've heard that before. <laughs> no, but I mean, like, so, so, so like, one of the, the core sort of parts of it is is that, like, a lot of all the monsters are distorted like attempts at creating life in other ways so i just have been apparently stuck on this idea for a long time <laughs> uh, although i'm probably ripping mostly from lord of the rings with the the orcs being yeah. uh like warped elves can we make that into a podcast next <laughs> rip on it just as hard <laughs> no no my, my current self-esteem can't take it <laughs> in like five or ten years oh yeah, there you go. yeah, yeah. I, honestly I, I like the concept of the shadow bees they, they, uh, they're they a cool thing to have introduced. I like that it's yeah. consistent I yeah. like that they're named Lucinda <laughs> <laughs> they all Dallas Lucinda they all like have the most white names, names ever <laughs> Lucinda 
leaving nothing but a bird in its place. Joe, look, shouted Sarah, pointing at the gateway to coal. <laughs> Joe turned his head. He noticed that on the crest, the ruby eye of the falcon was growing with liquid fire. Right, uh, three to go, Joe said dumbly. The words, that was easy, were most likely imprinted on his forehead. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> That's a sentence. That's sentence. You tried it for something, and you didn't hit it, <laughs> but you tried. Joe turned his head. He noticed that on the crest, the ruby eyes of the falcon was glowing with liquid fire. Right, uh, three to go, Joe said dumbly. The words, that was easy, were most likely imprinted on his forehead. It was a hissing sound. Joe whipped around and saw seven pairs of eyes meandering across the dark horizon. It was if the entire event had been planned. Was it a trap? Joe stalked toward the snake beast, being quiet not to make any indication of his presence. Then he stepped on a twig. All fourteen eyes whipped around and lunged forward, wrapping snaky necks around his arms. It was all connected to one body. It was a hydra. Joe reached for his sword and hacked off a head. Two grew in its place. Another word filled his lungs, ready to be screamed. If he didn't say it soon, he would most certainly be dead in a few seconds. Tyrion! Tyrion! The Hydra yelped, then dissolved into a layer of light. A voice drifted through the air. Two left, Joe! Sarah hooted. There was a sudden roar from the distance. Joe automatically guessed the identity of this one. It must have been a strange bear mutation. It wasn't. The trees split aside. Entire trunks crumpled to the ground as the feller drew near. Joe tried to hold on to the thought that this still was a bear, but he knew it wasn't. There was a belch, and a wall of flame set the forest on fire. Joe dove to the side as he saw his attacker. The creature was about the size of a man, but fatter. It was in the shape of a ball with arms and legs. It had a pale belly and a green back. Its sides were transparent, and you could see the blue blood coursing through the creature's veins. From the sides of its wicked smile, tusks emerged, splinters lodged firmly in the bone. The creature croaked. Joe's throat went dry. Uh, frog? The toad charged like a crazed bull, aiming its tusks at Joe's torso. Maybe it had been a trap. He dove to the side, feeling the turbulence to his thigh. <laughs> Landed on his hip, I guess. Yeah. Is everything all right, Joe? Is Sarah like in his head? Back? Yeah, I don't like. Is she hang hanging back by the gate, and he's like in the the, the combat? Yeah, that's what I meant. The way it's on. describing your voice, it's just like he's hearing it in his head. That's almost, how I keep right? like, it. Exactly. The way it's worded, at least. Yeah. I would imagine that's not the case because I feel like that'd be a bigger deal. But uh, <laughs> well, well, then again, I, yeah. he just knows all these creatures' names out of nowhere. I would have guessed Tyran. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do you Tyran the Hydra? Yeah. Easy guess. You're right. Now You're I'm right. learning a lot on this pod, but uh, frogs don't normally have tusks, right? <laughs> or blue blood? No, this no. seems like a well, queen, okay. things in Gale it's have a shadow blue blood beast, though. Still, right? You know, yes. You know what's really funny though is the fact that normal animals are mythology. So these creatures in their base form are still They're mythological creatures sure. and they've been turned and morphed by some wizard into normal everyday creatures. The shadow beasts. What's the wizard's name again? Do we remember? Marvel. Marvel. Yeah. yeah. Marvel. Classic dark wizard name. You know? That's pretty good. I like it. 
This whole shit, I could, I could like listen to a Shadow Beast arc, you know. Yeah, I'm, I'm down with them. <laughs> uh, that that'll be the sequel. Um, I will say that the frogs' design, the tusks and stuff, I think I stole directly from one particular creature in Metroid Prime, which you boost ball up into their mouths and then you bomb them from mm. the inside. Uh, um, but is they're that just what I like, was gonna do. He's gonna morph into a morph ball and then yeah, plant bomb a bomb. the shit out of it. Yeah. <laughs> um, the toad charged again. He knew that there was no parallel here, no mythological creature to relate to. This creature was unique, except for that one. Except that I stole it from Metroid Prime. <laughs> Joe stood with his back to a tree. There was a steady branch above him. He was just waiting for the right time. When the mutant toad was just about a foot from Joe's chest, he flung his arms around the branch above him and hoisted himself up, narrowly missing a lethal blow. The toad didn't have enough time to stop, so his tusks dug into the bark and lodged firmly in its hold. The toad wriggled, but could not get free. Joe felt bad killing something this defenseless. A word bubbled within his chest. Bravador! Solid names, honestly. <laughs> Lucinda. Names. The, the toad shrunk down to the size of a normal frog, <laughs> which it was, minus the tusks still attached to its scowl. <laughs> okay, so it's still, it is still it's a, a galleon crazy frog. frog. Tusk, tusk <laughs> Not crazy frog. <laughs> ding, ding. Odd frog. Joe didn't have time to kill it. He let the frog to be. He left the frog to be. Another eye glowed on the crest. One more, Joe, Sarah called. Joe smiled. Yes, only one left, and soon he would be going home. Another snort. Joe whipped around. He saw nothing. An invisible fist shot through the air and struck Joe on the side of his face. He screamed and fell to the ground. An invisible foot struck his ribs. Invisibear. <laughs> Invisibear. <laughs> He rolled into a tree. The wind passed through his lungs and out of his body. He looked up. He looked up and saw the faint outline of a humanoid bear. It stood on its on his hind legs, which were arched in the back. Spikes ran from a transparent back. Claws extended from the air. So he's seeing like you know invisibility in like a video game, right? Where there's like the like kind the Ash Bros. Yeah, you, know, you still like barely see them. Okay. So the golems and Sarah are just watching him yeah, take just, down all these beasts. On just his like own. run out into the forest, like <laughs> the is, like a hundred feet away. Yep, he is not like fighting these beasts. He's just dodging them until he magically comes up with the name and then saying the name. Yeah, right. He did stab one, right? Oh no, that was a Draco. No, he, he, he stabbed the, the. He sliced the Hydra's head off, but two grew in its place. Yeah. So ultimately, a fruitless effort. The cape was never explained. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, it, it didn't say if it had one now, and I here, wanted to know. Here, here's my theory. All right, its name is like Bravador, and it acts like a bull. So maybe yeah, it's like the, the red, like a matador. Yeah, he's yeah. got the red cape. That's all I can think of. I like it. That sounds like a Pokemon. Bravador. Bravador. It really does. Maybe like a like a bull, like a bullfrog. Oh. oh. Also, I love how it uses frog and toad just interchangeably. <laughs> <laughs> the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> Which is it? Um, Joe rolled onto his side, uh, avoiding a kick from nowhere. How could he fight something that he couldn't see? This time, no name fell from his lips. The mutant swung an invisible kick. Joe flipped over. Joe, are you okay? Sarah said, emerging from the trees. <laughs> Sarah, don't! 
Joe wheezed, unable to catch his breath. Don't what? Sarah asked casually, <laughs> strutting towards Joe. What's wrong? Suddenly, Sarah flew back and struck her head against a thick branch. Uh-oh. She let out a quick scream and crumpled to the ground. Why did she chase that moment to be like, what's going on, Joe? (laughs) (laughs) Do we have yet another main character killed off by a tree? Dude, trees are taking down more people than almost anybody besides Genghis. Yeah. We should have known the second that this was in a forest that someone was going to die. It is true. It is true. (laughs) Sarah! Joe shouted, rising. He drew his sword and swung through midair. When no flesh contact was made, Joe fell to the ground. He had given up. He felt another invisible leg strike his ribs. He flipped over, landing next to Sarah. Joe started to call out names, random, absurd names at times. Some were more modern. (laughs) Shut up, human, snarled the voice. Joe rose up into the air. He realized the mutant had him by the scruff of his neck. Ugh. Wait. Jeez. People don't have scruffs. Jeez. Oh, slightly fat. Slightly fat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Enough, of a, Enough of a scruff. Enough of a scruff. Suddenly, Sarah flew back and struck her head against a thick branch. She let out a quick scream and crumpled to the ground. Sarah! Joe shouted, rising. He drew his sword and swung through midair. When no flesh contact was made, Joe fell to the ground. He had given up. He felt another invisible leg strike his ribs. He flipped over, landing next to Sarah. Joe started to call out names. Random, absurd names at time. Some were more modern. Shut up, human! Snarled a voice. Joe got rose up into the air. He realized the mutant had him by the scruff of the neck. Genghis, Gordon, Zeus, Sam, Thomas, certain something! Joe hooted. Nice try, human, but it won't work that easily. Joe stabbed outward, creating a fist-sized wound in the invisible mutant's chest. It howled and fell back. Joe tumbled to the ground. He saw the floating flesh wound and immediately knew the location. You will never guess my name, it shouted. Joe rose up again. Then I guess I will have to keep trying until never is up. The mutant was clearly thrown off. Wait, uh, what does that mean exactly? Joe grabbed the hilt of his sword and flung it. The sword spun twice, then dug into flesh. The mutant bear roared and Joe rolled forward. The bear became visible. Its fur was matted and brown. It had four eyes, two on its shoulders and two in normal position. The bear had horns emerging from its forehead. The mutant ran forward, charging, pointing its horn at Joe's chest. Somehow he knew there was something familiar about this creature. Something in its voice was familiar. Its posture, its heart... Joe, Joe said. The mutant... (laughs) 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 Oh, no. The creature's name is Joe. Of course. Should have guessed. The mutant... Something was familiar. It's posture. It's heart. Joe does, I think, embody a four-eyed invisible bear. You know what? Now now that I'm seeing this bear, like in the flesh, it's slightly fat. (laughs) I also just love that you were confused by your own sentence. I will have to keep trying until never is up. What does that mean? That's funny, though, because that's exactly a conversation Joe would have with himself. (laughs) Joe, Joe said. The mutant roared. Um, 
and its image flickered into nothingness. It held out its hand, reaching for Joe, but he sidestepped and the creature dematerialized. Yet another creature stood in its place, a woman, in fact. She wore a long black dress and had pale skin. Her long black hair was thrown back behind her and was flowing like she was underwater. His, her eyes were empty black sockets. The shadow woman stared at Joe, then suddenly disappeared. Joe ignored. I'd be the more su- worried about that than the bear. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> That's a terrifying image. Um, you guys remember that episode of Courage the Cowardly Dog? Yeah. Where there was like slow. Well, no, that one's great, but there's the one where there's like a puddle. A puddle yeah. And there's this world, this creepy woman can drag you into this mm-hmm. like underwater lair and drown you. She's trying to drown you and kill you mm-hmm. through just any f- type of water. It's a terrifying episode. It really is. It's a terrifying show. My word. It is. It's it's horror for How's that greenlit for children? (laughs) I know. That's why I'm so messed up today. That's the vibe I'm getting from this. Honestly, my mind's kind of racing, though, because, like, the the her name was Joe. You know? <laughs> I think that, there is some tie between this shadow woman and Joe. I think. Well, the book implies it, but it could also just be an utter coincidence, and oh, that's what he's going to play it off as. Yeah, my mind, my mind's racing though. It's thinking. It's <laughs> not worth not worthwhile in this book. I would say. <laughs> Joe ignored the sudden apparition and dashed over to Sarah. Sarah, Sarah, are you okay? Joe cried. No answer. Sarah, Joe said dryly. Golems, Joe shouted. The buff golems. <laughs> <laughs> the buff golems ran into the sea. They've been pumping iron this whole time. <laughs> working out. What be it, master? Help Sarah now. Heal her, Joe said. The golems looked at each other oddly. Master. Some things can be broken beyond repair. Oh my god. Joe shook his head. No, no, this can't be happening. He knelt down beside Sarah and rubbed her limp shoulder. It's okay, Sarah. We'll find a way out of this. Oh! Read it. You gotta read you gotta it. I can, I can always offer support. Rang a cold voice. You again, spat Joe. The Ghost King! boy! <laughs> Wait a second. Did Joe ever meet the Ghost King? No. Well, maybe the Ghost King Maybe he met him, him like, yeah, maybe he like, met, met him as a soul <laughs> yeah. or something. Yeah. I don't know. Wow. Freaking Ghost King is back, baby. I don't know how I feel about this. I like Ghost this King, but it's ruin his character. No, it's one of those things where it's like it's like in like certain like mangas or animes, like you don't want the character to pop it back up again because you know they're alive until they're confirmed to be dead. Mm. So like now that Ghost King's back, he could die. Uh, that's a good point. <laughs> I can't believe like so, so Sarah did die, right? Yeah, apparently she's in the most died. Sarah way possible, right? <laughs> just, hey, how's it going? <laughs> What's up, to Joe? He's dead, man. <laughs> For one last one last time, she turned on her pink clad heels and crashed headfirst into a tree branch. That's doubled a, backwards. That's a drinking game. Every time someone crashes into a tree and dies, <laughs> it's happened like four times, I think. Wow. Well, I something I'm imagining some shenanigans are about to occur. You think? Since oh, those golems are not in good shape oh, right no. now. <laughs> no, they're in great shape. They're both. <laughs> <laughs> golems kind of souls. We will find yeah. out. Oh, 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 oh no! Oh no! no. no. 
<laughs> the ghost king materialized in front of him, an evil smile planted across his face. Yes, me again. How long have you been following me? Joe said. The ghost king started to circle him. His toes floated a few inches above the ground. I started to pursue you the second you left me. I sensed a certain power within you. I investigated. Stalker, Joe complied. 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 <laughs> Stalker. That may be, but I can help you. I sense that your heart is hardened. You would easily give the lives of others for the life of a loved one. Joe scowled. I would never do that. Would you then? I will return the life of your betrothed for the lives of your golems. Master, no. Joe's fingers twitched and his mouth tugged into a frown. So be it. Just the, the knowledge that the golems have souls that are equal to a normal person. It's like, oh, they're sentient living beings. That have no free will. They have no free will. Well, I think it takes two golems to equal a person. Right? Well, it takes two souls to equal any one person, I think, was yeah, his original. Yeah, that's, that's right, that's right. Um, oh, my God. So, so I would never do this. What about those guys? <laughs> yeah, you're right. So be it. If that's what it has to be. They're Sarah's golems, I mean. It's really only fair. <laughs> There was almost no thought either. <laughs> I would never do that. What about those guys? Ah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> the golem screamed. Oh, no. <laughs> Master, you have betrayed us. Yo, this is a villain. They shouted. <laughs> Suddenly, the golems were upturned by a cyclone. Oh, my God. Sand flew into the wind and leapt left an empty husk in their place. Their robes fell to the ground. Dude, I got one thing to say. The fate of the innocent, man. <laughs> the fate of the innocent. I forgot who said it earlier, but they truly did not care about these golems at no. all. At any point. And they tried their best. They really, they really did. They yeah. were really trying their best. I mean, they even came, they came up with golems. an idea. They, they had that tree uprooted. I care more about my Pikmin than they cared about their golems. <laughs> It's so pathetic. These guys were trying, they're dumb, but they were trying to come up with plans. They're doing their best. They got swole for this. And then on the, a, a second, a, a dime's turn, as soon as it got inconvenient, Joe sold them out. Brutal. And it even includes this moment of just betrayal. Yeah, they which, screamed, uh, "You, Master, you betrayed us. They shouted. I, I just noticed that. There wasn't even like a sorry, Golems, you know. It's, it's, <laughs> no. This is the way it's got to be. Like, just, just, yeah, so it was fine. Wasn't even this like a it. sorrowful look in their direction. Like, no. he knew what <laughs> yeah. to uh, Ghost King didn't even have to drive much of a bargain. However, know? however, think about this. Like, if you're in Joe's position... Oh, it yeah. does make sense, right? These just oh, like yeah, but you also could have written it like Joe girlfriend. is unsure of the decision, and the golems are like, "It's okay, you can sacrifice us. We oh, yeah, have right? no free will." Or just feels been... kind of bad about it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, that would have definitely redeemed Joe, but definitely they're Joe not, is not a good person. They're not going to mention the golems for the rest of the book, are they? No, no, that four, was it. Four to like ten innocent creatures murdered. 
in the span of a couple pages, and they're not even going to think about them. It's the pretty on brand for this book, though. <laughs> I do love how the Ghost King has just been following Joe around, just like waiting to strike another deal with him. <laughs> and as far as we know, he can't turn like invisible, right? So he's just been hiding. <laughs> in the bushes, right? Because he does hide in the bushes. Do you, think, do you think he just carries like one of those fake bushes with him and just like dun 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 and like plops back down into place? <laughs> but I can help you. I sense that your heart is hardened. You would easily give the lives of others for the life of a loved one. Joe scowled. I would never do that. Would you then? I will return the life of your betrothed for the lives of your golems. Joe's fingers twitched. His mouth tugged into a frown. So be it. The golems screamed. Master! You've betrayed us! They shouted. Suddenly the golems were upturned by a cyclone. Sand flew into the wind and left an empty husk in their place. Their robes fell to the ground. There, it is done. You have betrayed your friends for another, the Ghost King said. Be gone! Joe shouted. The specter materialized, leaving a brisk smell hanging in the air. Sarah staggered up. Joe, where's the golems? Thinking fast, Joe ran up and hugged her. They were killed, he lied. She nodded as if it was the obvious answer. Uh, come on. We need to get the next shard. Just two pieces left, you know. Joe smiled. Yes, I do know. She didn't give a uh, shit about the golems either. No. She was pretty quick to be like, oh, okay. They died. They're dead. They were killed. I, Drake, it, Drake, where are the golems? <laughs> <laughs> I left him with the last Draco. It's right over <laughs> It's just funny that this chapter began with them like playing around with who's the slave master and, 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 and just sacrificing them on a limb. Like... <laughs> These, you know, Genghis is a villain, but he's just doing it for fun. These guys are just bad people. <laughs> They're always sunny characters. Yeah. Like they are, they've reached that point. Oh. Also, uh, I, I could be mistaken, but doesn't the last Draco have all of still third? Didn't he? Yeah, up? he it's did. not just two more pieces. Right. It's this. It's all of your way yeah. home. As the last ruby eye lit up, Joe pressed his palms against the riddle and pushed the door inward. The, the swung open, <laughs> clearly not due to the force Joe put on it. Come on, he said, gesturing towards the gate. Okay, she said. They dashed forward. Suddenly, Joe flew upwards, leaving Sarah on the ground. What? He looked up, realizing the Draco was clinging on to him. <laughs> It barred its teeth and scratched at Joe from above. That's another thing that happens a lot. Yep. Joe just gets scooped up. Yeah, by that's something. another shot. Joe's weak to flying types. <laughs> I can't get a firm. I can't get a firm stance to punch anything if they, they pick me up. He reached for his sword, realizing it wasn't there. Oh no! He started to throw punches yes, upwards yes. at the Draco's jaw. He recoiled, realizing the scales on the being were sharp. His knuckles were scraped and bloody. Ow! Sarah was shaking on the ground. She held her hands to her mouth and started to chew her nails. 
Should have kept the gums. Wow. I mean, geez. Sarah was like becoming much more useful. Yeah. But now she has returned to uh, being a terribly written female character. <laughs> <laughs> Sarah, uh, it would help if you tossed me my sword, Joe screeched. Sarah tried to pick up the sword, but it wouldn't budge. She strained her entire being just to move it. Joe, I, I can't lift it. What are you talking about? It's light as a feather, Joe replied, swinging in his place. The Draco smiled and strained to let go. It, it isn't for me. <laughs> Joe charged his sword, or his force, into his right hand, then launched his <laughs> Joe fist. Joe is using, like, key attacks. I know. <laughs> he charged his force into his right hand. And then launched his fist into the Draco's bulging throat. Oh, yeah. Classic punching (laughs) Joe. I've kind of always thought of Joe, like, coming into this world and throwing just, like, magic punches. Like, I had that, like, (laughs) feeling from just the outset. It took so long, but we're there. Joe's, uh, sorry, the half-dragon screamed, opening its mouth. Joe fell to the ground. He looked up, knowing he shouldn't have done that. He reached up and grabbed a branch. He rocked up and flew into the air. Okay. Sarah. (laughs) Yeah, I think we can just read past that. Draco swooped down again, grabbing Joe by the back of his neck. (laughs) (laughs) Joe seemed resigned to his fate. Then another name crossed his tongue, slithering into pronunciation for the whole world to hear. Raxes. The Draco started to tremble. Joe punched the creature as it dematerialized and fell to the ground. He landed in Sarah's outstretched arms. Raggy. The Draco slammed into a tree and then became a small gecko. It scrambled up the trunk and wasn't seen again. Joe blushed and dropped to the ground. He trotted over to his sword and picked it up. He slashed at an unseen foe, then sheathed it. You really must be weak if you can't pick this up. If it was like a boulder to me. She is right, human, said a voice. There was a thump behind them. It, uh, the craned their necks and saw the most beautiful creature in the world. A dragon. This place is like a zoo. Like how many creatures have we seen just in this little spot? What was, what was the title of this chapter? The Gateway to Coal or the something? The Gateway to Coal. Yeah. Do we know what coal is? From what I understand, it's this, this, this like, read, this like, this, this like, uh, haberdashery. Right? Right. <laughs> they specifically, it was the uh, Draco's breeding ground. Is yeah, what it was described mm. as. So it's outside of the city, outside of the gotcha, swamp, gotcha. Um, where the last Draco's breeding ground was. But there's all these other shadow beasts and creatures too. So it's just some sort of forested like. It's a nature preserve. It's, it's a nature, nature preserve. preserve. And Joe has came in and killed basically everything. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. on brand. They did. The <laughs> Golmas mentioned that he was extincting all of these creatures. <laughs> she is right, human, said a voice. There was a thump behind them. They craned their necks and saw the most beautiful creature in the world, a dragon. It had silver scales that caught the light and sent beams throughout the forest. Its jaw bulged in the side of its mouth. When it yawned, rows of silver teeth gleamed. I am Naz, king of the dragons. Sadly, I am the last. The other was slain by your friend Watcher. 
Without the key of time, the great dragon faded away. She was my nest mate, the dragon said. Yeah, that's that's a cool callback because Watcher had to slay that dragon for the the, the time thing for Ghost King. Remember? Yeah, I yeah. don't remember him slaying. I just remember him taking the key. But it looks, it sounds like without the key, the dragon faded right. away and and died. So, I don't. You're giving that a lot of credit for it being a callback. That just should be part of the plot, right? <laughs> yeah. Hey, anything that references anything earlier deserves a gold star. <laughs> I think the I think the name of this dragon is uh, Tolkien inspired. Naz. Naz. Naz the King. Mm. Nazgul. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, dragon. Uh, rapper inspired Naz. Oh yeah, maybe. <laughs> I also I just like that that the, in a chapter full of innocent people being killed. He just drops the fact that Watcher, in his quest to save Joe, killed another innocent creature, the nest mate of the King of the Dragons. Like, his wife so, killed his wife. I guess this begs the question. He really wasn't the last Draco from the outset, right? He's the last Draco, which is half human, half, half dragon. Oh. It's like a shadow beast or something. Okay, I gotcha, I gotcha. Yeah. But now this is the last this is the dragon. Ra- this is the last dragon. Very different. <laughs> Try to keep up. Oh, okay. I'm I, I'm I'm caught up now. <laughs> Enough of my biography. Why couldn't Sarah wield my sword? Joe cut to the chase. Because your sword, you and your sword, bear the same mark. Without that mark, your betrothed could never lift that sword. <laughs> Whoa! When was that introduced? <laughs> I feel like betrothed. it's just been a running gag that everyone uh, yeah. thinks they're married. It's constant. Even the dragons. In on it. <laughs> You're at least 12. You must be married by now. Enough of the biography. Why couldn't Sarah wield my sword? Joe cut to the chase. Because you and your sword bear the same mark. Without that mark, your betrothed could never lift that sword. What mark? Sarah blurted, feeling quite put out. The mark Joe was given in the struggle against the witch you fought, Joe. Don't you remember? It tapped the side of your neck. It did that to Sarah, too, Joe protested. But in you, the witch stabbed you. She never drew blood from the others. She made a mark on you. That is the only reason you can wield the dark sword dark sword yes but watcher gave it to me watcher had a dark past one i would rather not delve into he must have acquired it from another source one more powerful and dark could it possibly be a woman wearing all black with black eyes how do you know the queen of chaos Naz blurted. When I defeated the bear mutant, she appeared. She stared at me for a moment, then left. The apparition you saw must have been her. She only appears when chaos is all around. The time was right. Sarah was dead. The ghost king was watching. The creature was growing stronger. She took form of the creature a little bit later. Then, Naz, why did she leave? Sarah asked with a hint of sarcasm. I have already said too much. I must leave. (laughs) 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 I've said too much. (laughs) 
Well, goodbye, said Sarah sheepishly. The dragon flapped its <laughs> wings and took off above the trees. Joe leaned down and grabbed a piece of sealther. One left, he said. She shook her head. The battle isn't over yet, Joe. We need to defeat Genghis. We need to find the rupture and stop the fusing. And we need to make any parents normal. My parents, sorry, my parents normal it again. Got back, it got brought back up. Remember, they're made of stone. <laughs> also, we need to make Will's parents normal again and explain the terrible fate of their son. I, that's really, I'm glad you just summed up all the major plot points right there. I'm gonna be honest. Just in case we'd forgotten them in the past 30 chapters where they were never I'm mentioned. Honest, I thought the parents were never coming back. Yeah. Like, I thought it was just going to be forgotten about. It's and- all coming together, boy. Oh yeah (laughs) One paragraph of monologue (laughs) at a time Joe wasn't listening (laughs) (laughs) I wonder If the witch gave me the power to wield the dark sword And it gave me the power to know the names of the shadow beasts Maybe it gave me some other powers Can I pause just real quick What what is the witch? Is that that Roan? No, the witch was a separate creature from the hags That came to kidnap Joe and Sarah. So this is like this is like early chapter. This stuff. is chapter five. Okay, it's been a while. Oh, yeah, this is that's a chapter. Right, there was a hag and a witch. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's right. We kind of thought they might have just been interchanged, but no. No, the witch is apparently things. a separate entity, and it looked like the witch king. Like, so it did right. have some power of some sort, and it stabbed yeah, Joe. I can't remember when Frodo gets stabbed by the the Nazgul blade, does he get anything from that or he just no, doesn't die? No, he just gets I mean he gets like PTSD at, at the he end of Return like, of the He King. gets really weak. They have to like heal him yeah. some Well, yeah, yeah, cuz it is like the go- it does necrotic damage. Yeah. Um, <laughs> when they get close to him it, it seems to inflict pain on him like Yeah, that's right. Um but nothing good, nothing like <laughs> powers. So it's like it's no like dark yeah, sword powers. It's it's like this where he he got powers from that but good ones like like not yeah. just not just pain but really interesting that watcher gave him the dark sword which i believe is also the sword of hot and cold yeah <laughs> right. fire it is ice. the same sword unless we had a new one at some yeah. point and it's the wand right it was the wand mm-hmm. angus oh because it's the dark sword it's the only sword that could kill some of the guardians wow this is really all coming together yeah now it's it's Everything's falling in the same pile, but it's not like <laughs> perfectly tetrising. You know hey, what I mean? I'm just happy that there is a pile, you know. I was really <laughs> yeah, like worried yeah. after that last chapter that we were just scattering the pile, making new piles. <laughs> I thought, yeah, I thought maybe it was just all going down the chute. <laughs> Do we think that dragon will ever come back? <laughs> no. Or has it served its purpose? <laughs> I've said too much. <laughs> what? Where does his allegiance lie? Yeah, why is it said too much? Yeah. Also, it knows about the witch and stuff, so it has some sort of sight. It has some sort of power to see things, but also didn't know the Queen of Chaos was there. Huh. Interesting. This has been a, a, a chapter of a lot of stuff. Yes. Also, we need to make Will's parents normal again and explain the terrible fate of their son. Joe wasn't listening. I wonder... If the witch gave me the power to wield the dark sword, and it gave me the ability to know the names of the shadow beasts, maybe it gave me some other powers. Like what? Maybe telekinesis, Joe said with a shrug. Try, Sarah said sarcastically. Sure, Joe replied, placing two fingers to his temple. Suddenly, twigs started to float, circling around each other. Whoa, Sarah said. Joe dropped them. That was pretty cool. Wasn't it? <laughs> End of chapter. Oh boy. Okay, don't 
Don't the Zeus's have telekinesis powers? Aren't they like the the best telekinetics or whatever? Was mm-hmm. that they were called? Mm-hmm. Is it potential Joe killed someone from the Zeus clan and gained the telekinesis powers? Is Joe responsible for Will's death? <laughs> or maybe the last Draco was the uh, fabled Tom Zeus. No, his name was something else. Yeah, his name was like yeah. Silence. Although when he was calling out the names for the bear fight, he did say uh, Thomas. Like Tom. Yeah. I think Newt just couldn't think of names. So just a reminder <laughs> for the listeners, in the last chapter... Uh, we were told that there are powerful beings, the Zeuses, um, that are like the most powerful telepaths in the world. Bill is one. Will was one. Um, and uh, Gage. Gage is one. And then they named Tom. Sam. Sam and Troll. Sam Troll. That's right. Good old Sam Troll. Sam Troll. <laughs> Um, who's almost certainly sequel tease and not relevant anymore. Do you, do you think... That this tracks and that Joe has some direct relation to this Zeus clan now. No, I think he just I th- got witch powers. I think it's witch powers. Okay. I don't think he's nearly as powerful as like the Zeus's are. That's true. Um, it was just tool sticks. It also is established that the people whoever defeats a, a Zeus gets the power of the Zeus, but that's not actually been shown. It's only been told us and right. almost contradictorily. Right, because in theory, someone would have Will's... Cockerel should have the power, right? Do you think it's like a one-time thing, or do you think it stacks? Like, each Zeus you kill, you get a little bit more powerful. I think it's like the Titans and Attack on Titan. Oh, sure. They can stack. You get the shifter power? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... I like how he's actually has telekinesis power the whole time, right? He just never tried. I know that's yeah, so funny. Yeah, the implication of that. <laughs> the entire time, he could have saved people from falling into so many trees just by right. stopping them. Could have but... saved Watcher, right, from falling into that water. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Could have saved Sarah from falling into a tree. Could have saved Jagger from falling into Broke a tree. Broke his own fall when he was could dropped. Could have saved Quill. I mean, a lot of things. No uh, one could have saved Quill. He was no. destined. It was written Quill. in the stars for Quill to die. Uh, <laughs> Just love your... that this chapter started with ding dong ditching. Never had no purpose. That's it's just Janice's man. They're tricksters. Just crazy man. Oh, is Janice a trickster god? I don't know, dude. Sorry, <laughs> Joe seems to know more I than didn't we know do. Janice was a thing until this. Yeah, I'm gonna look it up though. <laughs> is that where the Janissaries come from? You think with their mask? Thing? I bet you there's there's some yeah. root in there. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I played one Assassin's Creed game. Look at me. Look at you. What was your favorite of the Shadow Beast fights? Mine was Invisibear. Invisibear is good. I like the idea of a frog with a yeah. cape and a matador hat, personally. <laughs> that didn't exist. It was just on the crest. Once again, another unique fight, although arguably not as fun as some of the other fights, but there was no, like... Swords slashing that actually did damage. It was all just saying the true name, which just came to him, which has not been explained. I mean, why he's tapping happened. into the dark side of the force. Yeah. You think? He like the, the dark sword? Yeah. What I thought was interesting is you made a point to say that he spared the tiny frog version. <laughs> know, yeah. Does that mean he stomped on like the tiny <laughs> versions of the other ones? Like it said, the gecko escaped. The gecko got away. Oh, the too, gecko yeah. ran away. That's right, yeah, right, right. I think the the small bear that or, the small bird. Oh. So that's that's something I was slightly confused about. Was the shadow lady the bear, or did the shadow lady merely appear when the bear was defeated? The shadow lady appeared when the bear was defeated. The shadow lady like 
possessed the bear like halfway through that fight. Okay, is kind of how yeah, that's how the I read dragon it. Yeah, yeah, explained it almost. Interesting. <laughs> but then flew away before she just she likes. Could... She just feeds off of chaotic situations, and and frankly, yeah, any any time you're around that moment where. Sarah dies. Joe sells out the golems. They get whipped up into a hurricane to feed the Ghost King's rent money. Like, that's pretty chaotic. That's I, I like golems, that it specifically dude. mentions that it wasn't even that the Ghost King made a deal. Just the Ghost King being there is enough chaotic presence <laughs> to, like, count as a reason. I wonder what the terms of, like, like can you just say anybody? Can you just sacrifice anybody to the Ghost King, you know? Like, mm. can you get, like, two people that are brain willing. dead on, like, uh... Right, yeah. or could even like I sacrifice this giant toad <laughs> for Sarah's life. I, I think it's like I think it's like a bartering thing. I think like the Ghost King has like you know there's like prime souls and like subprime souls and it's like <laughs> golems are subprime. That's why you needed two of them. But it's like it's close enough. <laughs> close enough. <laughs> I'm really just here to have fun. It is brutal that they did not go willingly. Yeah, <laughs> Joe and Sarah are the worst. Yeah, we've established that they are they are honestly villains in this. Okay. Um it's a it's a long, hefty chapter, so I think we may need to wrap it up. We should have some predictions going forward. Yeah, that's right? what I was about to say, is uh, 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 predictions going forward. Cause really I believe the, the next chapter is not a Joe chapter, and chapter thirty is the the finale, like the big battle. Like mm-hmm. um, it's called the battle for both worlds. So I think um, Genghis needs to come back into the fray somehow, I think. Yeah, well, that's, that's the last steel. He is the last steel. Right. Like, next chapter's got to be Genghis, or like Genghis appears at the end of the last. They're chapter, going to right? Bowser's castle. Like, sure. I, I mean, next chapter, it's either that or an Earth chapter, right? <laughs> Earth chapter. <laughs> it's just Bill the rest of the way. Oh. I like the idea that I knew that Joe would not stand a chance against a fight with Genghis. So I'm like, uh. He has telekinesis now. <laughs> and the dark sword. And the dark sword. My prediction is Joe and Sarah finally, finally get together. Yeah. Yeah. Joe hugged her. Did you guys notice that? Oh, yeah. He actually he hugged, hugged her. her. He uh-huh. hugged her to cover up the fact that he killed the golems for her. <laughs> 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 it's a distraction tactic. Yeah. No, it, it's, I'm pretty sure it just it describes it. says that. Yeah. Yeah. He had to think quickly. Joe's, Joe's manipulative a little bit. <laughs> They uh they were killed. He lied. It's not necessarily a lie. <laughs> it is true. I think next chapter we go back to the Janices and we figure out why they were digging. Who's living in those houses? <laughs> Can you imagine? It's actually the Draco actually works for the people that live in the city. Because the, the the Janices go away and stop ding dong ditching when the Draco's around. So every, a couple he, hours every day, they oh finally, every, no one's ringing my peace. doorbell. <laughs> and then the Janices <laughs> come back and start hitting thing. Um. All right. Uh. Well. Uh. Next chapter. Is, well, we, in two chapters is uh our our, our finale. Um, but this is, this is our 30th episode. So if you're, if you've listened this far, uh, thank you. And I'm sorry. We crossed 2000 streams this week, which is very, very cool. 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 Um, share it with your friends, force them to listen to it, bribe them to listen to it. Send us fan art, send us money. No. Oh, don't do that one. Sorry. No, you could do that one. (laughs) Staple a 20 to the fan art for us. And we will see you at Steak and Shake. Stay Buried is narrated by Jeremy Glass and is hosted by Newton Holt, Nick Olferts, Kevin Collins, Zach Collins, and Eli Virgil. 
Original compositions by Thomas Rankin. Stay buried is sponsored by nobody, so enjoy it while you can because we are burning money. Make sure to follow Stay Buried on Instagram at Stay Buried, obviously, and subscribe for future episodes. Thank you for listening. Please send us fan art. Goodbye. Why? Ah! Have come. You come. Come to come. This come. place. Come. It shrieked.